Hello and welcome back to Football Bloody Out. This is episode five and I'm here with Gary as always. How are you, Gary? I'm very well, Matt. How are you? Yeah, all good. Still suffering with the hay fever, but I'm decent. Aren't we all? I'm I know. I'm struggling, like, to the point where I was Googling today, um, (laughs) why is my hair fever getting worse? And, like, (laughs) before I even finished it, there was just, like, 2023, why am I hair fever worse? But, yeah, I'm struggling, man. Everybody I know, even people who don't have it or haven't had it previously, have uh, been complaining about how bad hair, like, pollen is. Me? Oh, man. Yeah. I got I got told I would grow out of it as I got older. If anything, I've grown into it. It's horrendous, man. Well, yeah, I've apparently grown into it as well. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. So I'm just in this constant drowsy state from everything I take. <laughs> I'm just floating around. The heat as well, like, it's so humid in the house and then you're just sort of floating around with your nose is all bunk, bunged up, you're like on another planet, pretty much. So in terms of, yeah. like, so what we're going to cover today, just in case anyone wants to know, maybe. Yeah. A few bits and bobs, so like stories and this, a bit of a laugh at the end, and then we'll just cover off a bit of news to begin with. And I think Gary wants mm-hmm. to pick up a bit of news and sort of say something. I'm not sure what happened, to be honest. So. <laughs> well, I, I want to I wanna point out that on last week's episode, I said that who starts a podcast when all of the football's finished? And literally, as we were recording that, Bournemouth sat Gary O'Neill and we were like, what? And then there was a few more transfers and rumours and stuff and then we finished the podcast and then Sheffield Wednesday announced that uh, Darren Moore is gone. How are you feeling about that? I'm not particularly happy about it. (laughs) I I had a theory and I think I texted you this and I said there was a bit of animosity between him and the chairman in January because he wasn't allowed to make certain sign-ins and things like this. I have a feeling that he's coming to this summer and he said, oh no, wait till the summer, we'll get players in the summer. And then we've been promoted, he wants to strengthen the squad and I don't think he's backing him. So the chairman's mm. not backing him in that sense. So he's probably just walked because he could get into another job probably and have some chairman back him and to sign the players he wants. But we like, I think you tweeted or we tweeted actually that we're what we've sacked, <laughs> we've um, released 17 players, sacked all the coaching <laughs> staff, and then he still wants to get in the playoffs, the chairman. Like, <laughs> yeah. at this rate, yeah. we're going to be relegated to the National League. <laughs> it's like, it was, it's so like it's so bizarre though because like uh, there's obviously like you say there's something gone on behind the scenes, but the fact that with all of that adversity in front of them and knowing how hard it is in the championship to actually reach the playoffs anyway, regardless if you're promoted or not, shout out to Sunderland fans, come on guys, we did it. But like gen- genuinely, it's like cool. to even to make the playoffs is ridiculous. So. I don't understand why he's instantly put pressure on whoever gets the job, because now the expectation is you've got to make the playoffs. Your yeah. owner said minimum, minimum. I mean, that's insane. He's a lunatic. We've only just been promoted. He's a lunatic. I mean, he might have been really <laughs> excited from his playoff win last in League One, and he might have just got really excited and goes, "Oh, I really like that. I want it again." But like. <laughs> At this rate, we're going to have it again in two years' time. <laughs> but in yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't but know. 
I mean, like you say, though, Darren Moore is going to... I mean, record break of the season for Sheffield, the unbeaten streak. Really, he, he should he be demanding something in the championship? Or do you think... I don't... Like, do you think, think he, he should be entitled? to like, rebuild the squad and have a bit of backing from the chairman. I don't think it was that much. Because we're ageing and we want to bring in young young players, I guess, to sort of oh, build Oh, no, sorry, I mean... I, Oh right. Okay. I, I mean, from Darren Moore's perspective, do you think he demands a championship job now, or do you think he realistically should be looking at the top end of League One? I don't know. Because I can't, I can't done, imagine him like record, a... record points all in League One. He clearly can do it in League One. I think, but then in the Championship, he's not had a great amount of success, has he? To be honest. But I mean, yeah. I think he's. After his, um, I mean, the you, way he carries at, himself, you, with his demeanour and everything like that, and the fact that we've uh, got quality. point points total for third place in League One, I think he, I think he could get a championship job. Yeah, I think I'd so. like to see him in the championship. I think if you consider when he took the job at Sheffield, he'll be us. Um, uh, <laughs> like in the circumstances, in the circumstances that he took it as well. I know you was you heading for relegation at the time anyway, so it was just kind of like trying to plug the gaps in a sinking ship, but yeah, didn't bounce back in the first season and then came up obviously via the playoffs. Probably looking at Barnsley really. I don't know if I don't know if he's like affiliated to the Sheffield area now or a what, but like with Michael Duff apparently I don't know if he I don't know at the time of recording this if he's oh there we go. <laughs> for 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 anyone there just listen to that Matt's just collapsed. He's collapsed on the floor. My phone's just <laughs> fell off. Well, he's, he's, his phone's just uh, collapsed. But um, now I think, well, at the time of recording this, I don't know if Michael Duff's just linked with the Swansea job or if he's actually um, taking it with Russell Martin going to Southampton, which is another bit of news. But the, the funniest news story that I've seen is again linked to you, Matt. Not you personally. Personally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there are there's a certain um, volatile personality in that of Paul Ince as the as the bookies' favourite. So, one, do you think there's any truth to it? And two, if there is a, 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 even a whiff of truth to it, how, how would you take the Paul Ince as the new Sheffield Wednesday manager? I think this answers both of those questions, and I hope there isn't any truth to it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he got relegated. What were Red in last year, didn't he? Yeah, and I mean they were shocking, and like they had like, a great start. They had yeah, a great start. That doesn't mean anything when you get relegated <laughs> in the manner <laughs> they got relegated. You could win your first game and be top of the league, and you know you're gonna. There's 45 games mm-hmm. left. <laughs> it's, it's a long old season, but um, uh, yes, I've, I'm not sure how much truth in it. I, I said this to you before as well. I think that sometimes, especially with Championship, League One, League Two teams, when there is like betting, mm-hmm. like who's the odds-on favourite for jobs and things, it's quite difficult. You could get a p- couple of people just bet on him for a laugh and they'll, they'll yeah. shoot up to favourite all of a sudden. So I don't know how much truth or talks are out or anything in it. But no, I, I don't know if I'll be t- particularly pleased with Paul Ince, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I think if the if if he does if get appointed, lose, I mean, yeah, lose Darren Moore and get Paul Ince, I'd rather not. 
<laughs> Chuck it in. Yeah. <laughs> it's been nice, lads. <laughs> Thank yeah, you cheers, very much. Cheers, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, uh, I, 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 to be fair, like when I was looking at it, especially with the chairman coming out and saying that he wants playoffs minimum this, yeah. uh, this upcoming season, <laughs> and then seeing Paulin's linked with the job, I was just like, nah. This guy's been a smack and crack or something. <laughs> There's no way. I mean, for comedy value, it'd be great. But like, it'd make me really oh, yeah, happy. Yeah. But well, I've just seen something from seven hours ago. So this is pretty much breaking as well. Benito Carboni wants the Sheffield Wednesday job. <laughs> just wheel them all out, lad. Where? Far away. Let's just get a load of our ex-players from the nineties. Chuck Decanio in there. Yeah, Decanio is his, his backup. My oh, God, I don't, I don't know. Well, you never know. I mean, I, I really hope it happens because I think it'll make great content every week. <laughs> you rant about Bollins every week. Yeah, trying to figure out who he's looking at all the time. Like, who's he looking at? Which way? But anyway, but yeah, I just had to ask you because like it was the biggest thing that I'd seen all week, and I've been waiting. I've waited all week to ask you about it, and you haven't disappointed. So thank you. <laughs> That's all right. No worries. No worries. But, uh, outside of that, like I mean, there's there's other bits and pieces, but uh, I don't know. It's been a bit slow. I, I haven't seen there's too much else. I don't want to touch on it too much, but like there's a lot of stuff around the Saudi Pro League and Chelsea. I don't know if you've heard about a lot about that. And all their players well, being sold to Saudi Pro League clubs, conveniently the ones that aren't playing particularly well. Yeah, I mean, I, I've talked a lot of this. Um, I mean, we touched on it a bit with the, the with the the with the pod last week and yeah. players going out there. But since since we talked about it, I, I mean, I've spent a lot of time talking to my brother about it, really. But it's just. But again, I just kind of always go back to the analogy of football manager. It's basically you're adding a new manager to another club and then you're just offloading all of your crap and then taking all that money and I buying it in prices. the players. Yeah. I inflated prices, get the wages off. And it's just that in real life. And the thing that dodgy. really is, <laughs> oh, well, but the thing is, it's too late now because the, the Premier League have allowed it to happen. That, yeah, that's and true. As much as I can throw shit at Newcastle and it's going to be biased anyway because I'm a Sunderland fan but it's just like they've allowed that to happen and they're just allowing owners left right and centre to, to to come in and do these background checks and it's like I say like the Premier League you brainwashed into thinking it's the best league in the world and it's not it's so farcical and ugh, yeah I think it's really annoying just how they've, they've got they're getting around the system they're just moving it all, and the yeah. fact that the the Saudi, his excellence as he's called, his excellence is like one minute he's he's avoiding going to the US criminal court because he's uh, it would be unfair because he's linked to the 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 Saudi Saudi prince, or uh, or he's too close to the government and it being appropriate. Is also saying at the same time that he's got no links and PIF's got no links to the Saudi government. It's just like, well, which is it? Oh, yeah, like it's just farcical. It's absolutely yeah. farcical. And any fan, Chelsea or Newcastle, like, please come at us because you just you can't defend it. You can't no, you defend. I mean, you've got the human rights stuff, which 
any but anyone says, oh, but what, what do you want me to do about it? And I can kind of sympathise with that a little bit, but it's the fact that they just don't care and mm. it's just happening and it's only going to get worse. Oh, yeah. Because um, what brought that up is because uh, Koulibaly has just signed for Al Hillel. 25 oh, well, minutes there you ago. Go. Well, how many, how many else? Well, uh, what's Ziyech his name? Ziyech uh, Ziyech's the next one, isn't he? He's been mm. linked. And I think um, uh, Hudson Adoy, I yeah. think he's been linked with a Saudi club as well. And for some of them players, I probably feel a little bit for because I'm just thinking that they're being told, right, you've got to go. And they're looking about, is anybody else going to be offering the same amount of money? Probably not. So they're just, I don't know, it's just making a mockery of the game, like, but it's the Premier League, yeah. who cares? Exactly. So yeah, that's the only other bit of news. Oh, and the other thing is, um, last game of the season in the Championship season, fixtures. Do you know whose last game of the season? Who's that? Wednesday, Sunderland. <laughs> <laughs> last game of the season. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I figured it was going down there. I've just seen that, I, to be honest, I am, I know people who are fanatical about it will look at like each kind of like, and kind of analyse it before. And we'll probably do a pod on it where we go into it. But yeah. I just looked at who we've got first game of the season. We've got Ipswich at home. So we got Southampton. Oh. Yeah, we got. <laughs> Welcome to the fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. 4th of May, 2024, Sunderland versus Sheffield Wednesday, last game of the season. It'll be a nothing game. We'll all be promoted. You'll be relegated by that point. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll be nailed on in the playoffs, <laughs> according to our chairman. Unless they introduce... <laughs> unless, they, unless they introduce playoffs for relegation. I don't, I don't think there's... <laughs> I think he's got confused. I think he just thinks he's in League One again. He must... Yeah, we didn't get he's... promoted last year, Jan Siri. <laughs> we didn't... <laughs> I think well, he's getting you, confused. Got... He's probably seen Ipswich and Plymouth are in the same league again, and he's gone... <laughs> I think we played a few of these teams a couple of seasons ago as well. <laughs> I, I, I fancy our chances. I, I fancy our chances in this league. <laughs> but speaking of which, Matt, now moving a little segue into um, our next topic. You've got us in the mood because you've got us all riled up talking about Newcastle's and the Saudi owners and all this nonsense in the Premier League. It's got us thinking about something that I wanted to ask you about in can you remember the worst game you've ever attended? Well, or watched? Preferably one that you've attended. There's a lot of dross games that I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's memorable moments where you think, like, oh, I really remember that. That was the best moment. It's so easy to, like, pinpoint it. One of the worst, worst games, games, you're like, oh, God, let me go through them. Yeah. One of the worst games I attended, and I think it was purely because there was there's multiple factors. I think <laughs> there was one small <laughs> highlight, I think, but other than that, it was awful. So I was living in Southampton at the time. It was an away game for Sheffield Wednesday against Southampton. It was a, it was like a Tuesday night. I sat in the Wednesday fans. I walked there with my flatmates who were Southampton fans. I went into the Wednesday end. They went into the Southampton end. Turns out, we were sat about six seats apart between the barrier. I was the other side of the barrier and they were just abusing me the entire game. <laughs> like, 
just abuse, <laughs> like abuse. And then the whole stand was just abusing me. It seemed like because <laughs> they were egging them on. And then I must have paid. I, I must have paid about forty-five quid for this privilege. But then <laughs> there's like <laughs> sitting in the away stand Tuesday night. It was pissing with rain, <laughs> and it ended nil-nil. <laughs> oh. It was horrible. And then the worst thing was, when the game ended, they made us seat, the Wednesday fans stay in the seats, and all the Southampton fans went, left, and then I came out, and all my mates had gone home. (laughs) I was just just left there on my own to walk back. (laughs) I think the one one positive about that game, though, is I sat next to Mark Beaver's mum. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> how did you? Uh, what, how, how did that come about? She said, "Oh, hello." No, she I'm just, my mum. No, she just nudged me and went, "That's my son." <laughs> I was like, "Oh." Because okay. <laughs> I sat there on my own. Like, you... I went, "All right." What did you okay. do? <laughs> well done. <laughs> well, nice. Well, good work. <laughs> good work. My God. I mean, I've been to a lot more. Like, <laughs> I mean that's a pretty awful experience to be fair. That's gonna like, be up there. That's gonna be up there. Um, but like, I've been to some aw- god awful games. So I went to watch Basing Stoke versus Dorchester. Like, <laughs> that was a one all draw in the pissing rain. <laughs> Eight pound for a cheeseburger. That that was lovely. It um, Yeah, it was a long time ago, but hopefully they put their prices down now. I haven't been since. <laughs> been well, not inflation. <laughs> Yeah. Not inflation. But, um, what will be? They're about yeah, 12 quid few, now. There's a few, like, rotten ones. But, uh, yeah, to... how about yours? Uh, I mean, again, like, I'll probably kick myself if I listen back to this because I'll be like, no, 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 no. That wasn't the worst game. That was the worst game. I think, like, there's ones where... I'm just trying to think now. I think one that really stands out is, I think I've already talked about it, was we played Charlton, I think it was 2001. And <laughs> it was a, it, we, it was, we got beat 3-1 and we scored all goals. I was there with my brother. I was there <laughs> with my brother and it was, we scored three own goals in seven minutes. It was like, it was between five and 10 minutes. We scored three own goals. I think Stephen Wright scored. And then Michael Proctor, <laughs> Michael Proctor was like, oh, I fancy a bit of this. Like, <laughs> he, he, he backed himself a brace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got beat 3 1. Chart didn't even score a goal. Oh, that's got to be up there. That's probably one of the worst games I've been to. Um, <laughs> or I would say one, the other worst game I've been to. I mean, it's all Sunderland because, like, it's only really Sunderland games that I've been to. I've been to like an odd game here and there for other teams, but another Sunderland game was really, really recent. It was, um, it was well, it was last season actually, and the reason it stands out in my mind, it was just absolutely freezing. It was like minus two or something. I'm sat in the stand with my mate. I got the ticket for free, thankfully, and we went one 0 up. And everybody in everybody in the ground could see what was coming, and Carboran had just like, uh, so Carboran, Carboran, he'd just taken over of um West Brom, and he was on like a winning streak, and we were just sitting deeper and deeper, and the whole stadium's going, push up, get out, come on, get up, 
it was just deeper and deeper and they scored and then the temperature felt like it dropped again and I sat there and I'm shivering the stadium lights a freezing cold stadium anyway and I was just shivering yeah. like, oh my god I've got to get out of here and then they scored I was like right that's me <laughs> and then we just looked at each other and he's like got icicles off his eyebrows and that and I'm just like Johnny oh let's away he's like <laughs> Oh, hi, hi. I mean, I think he was nodding. He looked like he was just shivering. So I just yeah, he was like, a yes. God, I, was <laughs> like, I can't deal with this anymore. I'm still not recovered from that. But I mean, we'll pop, do you know what I think we should do? I think we should. Uh, I think we should dedicate an episode to to actual experiences in a stadium of like worst worst weather conditions, worst stadium that you've ever been to as well. That should be one. But I think. I, I, th- I think we need to take a break now, Matt, just to reset ourselves, recompose, and uh, forget those dreadful memories of being abused in stands and <laughs> seeing three own goals. I think so, mate. I think so. Yeah, we'll go for a quick break. Cool. And welcome back to Football Bloody Hell. <laughs> I'm here with Matt. Yep. Are you recovered? Yeah, just about recovered from that little break, yeah. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, uh, since we were talking about the worst experiences of just the football, I thought it'd be a good thing, speaking of the terraces and thinking of the funniest things you've ever heard on the terrace. So I, if you don't mind, I would like to start. Yeah, because you, it's kind you of go folk- for it, yeah, throw it out there. It, well, it's kind of folklore to me because... I've heard it that many times. I can't remember if I was actually there for it, <laughs> or if it was just, or if it was just me remembering somebody telling me and me thinking I was there. But there was one that I was definitely there for. So I'll tell you two bonus. You're getting two. So the first one is, again, at a Sunderland game, home game, and this is the one that is folklore. I can't. I don't think I was there, but I, I'm in my mind I was there. And um, at the time we had Howard Wilkinson. I mean, that's a story in itself, but. Uh, we're, we're doing terrible like Howard Wilkinson had came in because as, as the story has it our chairman at the time Bob Murray was consultant with Howard Wilkinson saying that we need a new manager like I need a new direction to go into and like wondering what you're thinking and he, he went me <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so rather than like offering somebody else Howard Wilkinson said oh have me and then he got the job and he brought along a guy who is just been he's just been sacked as Shrewsbury manager in Steve Cottrell. And he always Steve Cottrell always like was his he was his uh, assistant manager, but he's always like the yappy little dog, like up on the sidelines and coming back with his journal and whispering into uh, Wilkinson's ear. And he'd always be stood like at the at the end of the uh, technical area, like looking out and jotting things down in his pen in his pen and pad. And then in the background, oh, like he went up in the stand. Obviously, we're getting beat. Christ knows what at the time, playing dreadful. He comes out with his little notebook and comes to the end of the technical area, and all you hear is somebody shout out in the crowd, "What's the matter, Corporal? Can you not spell shite?" Kind <laughs> 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 of just finished what he's writing and took himself back into the dugout and sat down. <laughs> 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 that, that, that's, I think that went down in folklore. Like to be fair. But the one I distinctly remember is, um, and I was definitely there again with my brother, and um, Kevin Kilban would sign him from West Brom. A good player, really, but like he had a bit of a tough time. Uh, we're suddenly, and he was on the bench, and he was warming up. <laughs> and he's like doing his stretches and that, like 
across, like, as you do, jogging up and down the line, and I had to stretch out the hammies and all that nonsense. And as he was coming down the touchline, like, he was, he was getting dogs abuse and stuff. And then through all of the noise, there was just, like, a really sweet, like, like, a soft voice came through, cut through all of the background noise. It was like, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. And he kind of, like, turned his shoulder, like, have a look. And this guy just went, fuck off. You're not getting on. <laughs> He just kind of like put his hands on his hips, did a little bit of a shimmy, kind of like, yeah, and he just went and sat down in the dugout. Don't think I've seen him again after that. <laughs> but oh man, I love, I, like, that's that's better than some of the football, like, some of the stuff in yeah. here, man. It's quality. So I recently went to Cardiff versus Huddersfield, didn't I? And yeah, we, we for sat, stag do. We, yeah, for a stag do. We sat just behind, we were in the Cardiff fans, and we, because cheap tickets and all but then we went we were sat right next to the Huddersfield fans and there was some kids in front of us like Cardiff fans and in a broad uh-huh. Welsh accent one of them just stood up and took on the entire Huddersfield fans at once and just went you're dirty northern bastards <laughs> just screamed. he must have been about eight <laughs> I was just like wow that's incredible <laughs> my god I don't know what it is about the terraces but like who bought him up? <laughs> he's I don't like... know. He's, he's dark like clapping and like, yeah, let's go on, son. Well done, my man. <laughs> uh, uh... <laughs> I haven't heard many like big stories and funny things, to be honest, other than like little things like that. Um, <sighs> I remember a long time ago when I was playing, I had a chant at me. There wasn't many he's people. Ch- like there was, there was probably about <laughs> hundred and something people there. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> And there was two actually for me. So it was one when I started playing for this team and I was warming up and I was thinking, oh yeah, I'm going to just fire a shot at goal. And you don't do this when people are watching. Just don't. <laughs> I, put it in, I put it out of the fucking stadium, didn't I? Like, just ballooned it. <laughs> and then you hear someone in the crowd, oh, he ain't fucking coming on. <laughs> and then like... <laughs> and then the other one when I was actually playing was... um. <laughs> who's the midget? Who's the, it's not just chanting. <laughs> who's the midget? Class. So yeah. Oh, but so I've had a couple it's of games. Uh, I I don't know. Like, it's just like I I think that's the best thing. I think that's why. I, like, I'm not a massive singer when I go to games. Like, I I like clap and stuff, and I'll I'll cheer them on or whatever. But like, I've never been massive for chanting. And uh, there was a there was a game. Uh, uh, Guy came over and he, he uh, <laughs> one of the players had long hair, like long hair. <laughs> he said something like, "He was warm, the guy with long hair was like warming up," and one of the fans shouted out and was like, "Oh, uh, we get your lass's number!" <laughs> like this, so there's like two lads playing. And he's trying to get the attention of the uh, one of the other guys that's warming up alongside the guy with the long hair. And he's like, "Oi, oi." Will you get your ass's number for us? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I forgot, I forgot what game it was actually. In the, I, like, I, I don't know why, but I've met, like I said, like I'm not a massive singer. And somebody went to take a corner, it was something game, and I was giving him, I was going, excuse me, excuse me, I <laughs> oh, just like trying to get a look, and I was getting a bit of a laugh, and I can't remember what I said. And then the, the, the 
whipped it in. They didn't score directly from the corner, but like bobbled about and went in. I was like, I'm never ever ever doing that again. That's yeah. lesson learned. Thank you. Nope, no more. <laughs> no more. Thank you. Don't entice them. They score. <laughs> but it's like uh, I, I don't know. Like there's so much stuff that you hear. Like when I've, uh, I mean, when I heard that kill bam one, that was like I, I didn't even laugh at the time. I was just like. Whew. You know, if something's like so brutal, you're like, oh god, you like look elsewhere. <laughs> like something's gonna happen. It's like he's gonna start crying in a second. <laughs> he's gonna go back to that dugout and start crying. But man, but I mean, I think <laughs> I found I mean, getting... when, you, when you're playing in front of smaller crowds, you hear everything. Yeah. Sometimes you just like I mean... block it out, but like, yeah, I remember when I was I younger, think... you hear everything. And I like. I mean, I did, like I've never played at a level like like with you, but um, I've only played like Sunday league stuff, and like I, I I quite like when people watch you play football, like you get something off the. Oh, I like... do, I do like it. Like I had a game where all my mates came to watch me once, and I was bigging up the crowd like this, and they were all cheering and stuff. Because <laughs> this little shit tried to take me on, and I absolutely nailed him. So. <laughs> <laughs> Big tackles, mm-hmm. but I just I I think like it must be. It's so strange because, like, fans, like, when you think about it, like, when you when you just, when you're not a, a being objective and you're just, as a fan, at a ground, and you're hearing stuff and you're, like, slating your own players and that, and you think, like, hang on a minute, like, the highest I've ever played or you've ever played is probably Russell Foster Sunder League when you were, like, 18 or, like, max 18, and then pub games, and you're nowhere near. You couldn't, like, lace the boots of some of these players. yeah. And that made me more angry because I had to watch Tom Flanagan play centre half for Sunderland for like three seasons. <laughs> and I'm better than him. I'm like, how on earth did he make a career? Like, I'm better than him. Like, I genuinely I think I'm better than you. Yeah. You see some of the. You go to watch some games and you think, you've had a shocker here today, mate, because people are watching this and going, how are you a professional footballer? If you if if it's the first time you've seen a player in person, maybe they've been consistent all season, but the first game you see them, they're having an absolute shocker. Like I went uh-huh. to watch Wednesday versus Villa once. I can't remember who the... It was basically the left-back for Villa at the time. It was a couple of seasons ago, but I can't remember who it was. Is it Dinya or something? Something like that? No, it wasn't Dinya. They were in the championship, so... Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but... The ball was played to him three or four times. And he, do you know, you're taught as a kid not to put your foot up and trap it with your studs when the ball's passed mm-hmm. you, yeah? He mm-hmm. done four times, it just went out for a throw. <laughs> and I'm thinking, how the fuck is he paid for this? <laughs> how the fuck is he paid? <laughs> he's just like, he's like, oh, he just shrugged his shoulders and went, oh. <laughs> he's just like, you're winning. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh my god! Like I, this is like it's it's uh, it, the mad thing is that being a Sunderland fan, you've got to have a sense of humour because if you didn't, you'd literally go mental just with some of the stuff that we're seeing. Like there was a, funny enough, we we playing um, uh, Coventry and it was like not last season. Well, definitely, obviously, wasn't last season. Uh, maybe the season before. The, the, it was the year before they got promoted into the championship. And I think we got beat like 5-4. It was a mental game. And both of our centre-halves just decided to like forget. Just forget. <laughs> not like not, not like forget how to play football. Right. Even just the forget football. where they were. <laughs> <laughs> the ball's going over the head and that. And they just go, 
well, what was that? What are you doing? What is doing, man? What was having for dinner? <laughs> but like, look at each other. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> where, where am I? What is this? <laughs> it was bizarre. It was just mental. Like, I was. It just, but at the same time, you think like I always think like as, as I'm doing this pod, and I think like as much as I'm doing it as a laugh, I try to be a bit more obje- objective. And say like, well, you got to think about it, and you do think like sometimes when you've got like thirty thousand fans like watching you, and like you put There's a foot wrong, and the whole stadium goes, oh, <laughs> you think <laughs> like it's one thing to think, ah, oh, no. but <laughs> thirty thousand people know exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's just. It's just mad that like that can happen. You just totally forget that, and you you forget like instead of encouraging them. I think Gareth Bale once said it where he was like the weirdest feeling to have your home like your own fans like whistling and booing at you because you're playing badly, rather than like going, "Come on, Gareth, come on, like get into them, come on." Yeah, yeah. The first reaction is, "Oh Christ, he's shite!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get him up, get him up. I mean... To be fair, what I saw was inexcusable for a professional footballer. I think like you should be able to control the Like once, maybe but, twice, he's having a bad game. Three times, or four times. Like, like, I mean, <laughs> this has just gone through you, mate. Like four times. <laughs> what? Are you even there? My like, God. I, don't, I don't think he's like. Did he turn up? Is it just a cone uh, on the pitch? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. There's like I don't know. I sometimes look at players now and I just. I, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think off the top of my head now, and we might have to come back to it really. But I'm just trying to think who's who. Do you think's probably the highest profile player? Where you think, how are you, like, how are you like playing international football? Like, how are you even there? I mean, there's an obvious answer, isn't there? That's probably everyone's answer for for England, I imagine. <laughs> but like... <laughs> Uh, but, do you know what, right? I, I know he said, he said uh, like, and uh, it's stuff because uh, I've got any bias towards him, but he's never put a foot wrong for England. Maguire, mm. like, he hasn't. No, he's been all right. Uh, United, I don't find, to I be mean, fair, on, did you watch the 7 0 win? I, I got, again, I got bored. It's yeah, like, it was ridiculous. England games end. are boring, aren't they, to be honest? Like, internationals. Mm. But, like, Unless it's a like you said, unless it's a World Cup or a Euros or something like this, but like, um, and most of the time, the only reason that's exciting is because you're pissed. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. but um, there, was a, yeah. there was a point in that game where he just passed it straight to the um, Macedonian striker. <laughs> he got the ball and just went. <laughs> and then there was one other as well. There was a simple pass right in front of him, and he just played it into no one, like just into the gap into no one. So I don't know what he maybe just lacked a bit of composure and confidence. I think his confidence is a confident. A lot of players are confidence players, to be honest. And like, if they're lost, and to, to no one's surprise, he's probably got no confidence. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why do you think he's having a lapse in confidence? Well, <laughs> every week he's uh, getting torn apart, getting rinsed, stop playing. He gets, I mean, at the minute yeah, like, he doesn't play, and he gets rinsed. <laughs> like, like, this is the worst thing. Uh, uh, I don't know. I think for 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 Maguire, he'd probably be better off leaving Man United. Oh, probably he's gone. Yeah, personally, I think he's probably better off playing a, a lower end Premier League, high end Championship team, and he'll find his form again because he's playing in every oh, he's week. He's better than the champ. He's better than the no, championship. Just, to, just to get his confidence back. 
Like even uh, if it's a promoted team, like a team that's just come up or something. Like Yeah. Just to get his confidence, even if it's a loan, like to one of them, just to get his confidence back. Because he clearly did pretty well at well, Leicester. Do, do you know what it is, right? And I'm going to maintain this. So uh, this is where I want to end the point on, right? And yeah. I, uh, is my, and I'm sorry for putting you on the spot when I say this. All right. But my, I've got my example of this is uh, Bakayo Saka. Right. So Starboy, I don't get the hype with Saka. I just, I don't see it, right? But every time I say that, he seems to do something. Yeah, it scores so like he'll go goals, like yeah. like, pe- I like like people will be like, oh, Saka, he's minting and stuff, and I'm just like, oh, what's he doing? And like when we're in the qualifiers and stuff, I was just like, he's crapping. I'd be texting my brother going like, he's crap. He doesn't do anything. He's so weak. And then the first time like he's played, and I was just like thinking, I was just like, what's he done? Like what's he done? And then he, I mean, it's North Macedonia, so it's not like to get too carried away. But then he scored. He actually got a wonder goal. I was like. He's all right, that kid. <laughs> He's got someone about him, that lad. Have you got a player that you just dig? Uh, is there a player that you see like? And I think my brother's example is um, he always says uh, Wilfred Zaha. He says every time he watches him, like if it's a live game, it's on. Like Crystal Palace, he'll do nothing. He'll probably just get himself booked and be crap. But then the week after, he'll score like two screamers and like um, but like just see it jink in. But like my player. It's, at, it's between Mason Mount at the minute and Saka. I can, where I'm I always seem to watch him with Mason Mount. Every time I've seen like, Mason Mount, he does nothing. He just wanders around and I don't get it. Disappears. I, don't, like, I mean, I mean, I know um, Lampard loves him. It's his love child and that. But like, I don't get it. Like, I don't. I, I don't see. Certain, it. He just disappears. There's a certain player as well that my my mates will probably know this one as well if they're listening. Um, we call him the traffic cone because we think that a traffic cone is probably more effective than he is in the field. <laughs> and it's Tom Cleverly. Like oh. I genuinely don't know how he is a footballer. Played <laughs> Man that, United though. Yeah, a lot. I know. I so one of my mates is a big Everton fan and he said he's probably the worst player he's ever seen live. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could then, probably say that about all their, all their whole team. <laughs> uh, the, minute, uh, the thing is, though, there's like, the, the, there's always that get out of jail clause for, oh, but it's the stuff he does off the ball. Like, I hate that. I hate when people say that. Like, you watch him, like, oh. you just watch him, and he looks lost. He looks like a lost puppy. I'm not sure. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we don't know. Is he at Watford now? Is he, is he still there? Is yeah, he still I think, at Watford I think now? so, yeah. I think he's still at Watford. Oh. I don't know. Well, on the Tom Cleverly bombshell, <laughs> uh, I think we need a, another short break. Yeah, we'll have a short and then, break. And then we've got a few um, we... things. We've got a few things. <laughs> a few things. A few things, Matt. Yeah. Well, let's not keep people in suspense. Let's go for a break and then come back and get these things out, shall we? <laughs> yeah, we'll <laughs> these things out. <laughs> Welcome back after that quick break. I don't think anything's changed since then. So, um, yeah, we were going to cover now just a few little little bits and bobs. So I've got something that I find really funny. It's like sort of ironic quotes from players and managers and things like this. So I thought we were going to play a bit of a game. Not not a game, but Come on, I'll say the quote and you have to sort of have an idea of who you think it might be. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to be shocked at this. Then it doesn't matter. There's no points or anything like that. But we'll do this. And it's just a good bit of laugh to close out close out the game. Close out the game. We're playing for a bit of time. <laughs> we've committed to 45 minutes of a podcast. We've got some time. This is the equivalent of us keeping it in the corner. Yeah, we're That's keeping it in the corner. We're winning 1 0 at the moment. <laughs> Knocking it around the back. <laughs> so I'll start with this one. Um, so this, this quote is you'll, you'll like this one. That would have been a goal had it gone inside the post. (laughs) Mm. My instant thing is, and I'm going to answer them all the same because he seems to be the worst pundit, but I know it's not him. Michael Owen. It is Michael Owen, right? Yes! Yes, come on. That's one. (laughs) Yes, love it. <laughs> There's no expense spared on the football bloody hell podcast these days. Exactly, we've got a we've got a live crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Okay, next one. We'll do about ten, shall we? Ten. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, it depends how bad I go, but yeah, just yeah, yeah. find them out. I can see the carrot at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Oh, God. No, it's got to be a manager. Is it a manager? These player players. And, they were player and manager at some point, yeah. Let's see, let's see the carrot at the end of the tunnel. Uh, <laughs> don't know, Phil Neville. No, it was Stuart Pearce. Oh, <laughs> what a legend. Also, idiot. Who's <laughs> next? Right, let me find one. A carrot at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> okay, we must have had 99% of the game. It was the other 3% that cost us the match. <laughs> oh, oh, stuff like that ruins me, though. Oh my god! Give us a clue. Uh, Dutch. Dutch. Oh, Michael. No, ex Chelsea. Uh, Hullet. Yes, Ruud Hullet. Oh my god! Three <laughs> percent. <laughs> what a lad. Uh, okay. What's next? If we start counting our chickens before they hatch, they won't lay any eggs in the basket. <laughs> so much going on. <laughs> it, just, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> There's too many things wrong. <laughs> I don't know who. Do you want to guess, or shall I tell you? Ah. Uh. Tell us. I have no, no idea. Bobby Robson. Oh, do you know what? It came to me. Oh, God rest his soul. What a legend. But, uh... <laughs> oh, Christ. I loved it. Some of these oh, are, my God. Some of these are cracking, but... <laughs> I'm sweating off. I'm, I'm still sweating off that, uh, the, the other 3%. <laughs> 
Oh, who's next? Come on. Keep them coming. <laughs> oh, we had an eternity to play that ball, but he took too long about it. <laughs> Graham Taylor. Martin Tyler. Oh. <laughs> Commentator. Like... <laughs> Commentator. Oh, my God. Terrible, isn't it? Oh, good. I like that one. Have you got how many more have you got? Because I'm liking these. We'll do, we'll do a We'll do as many until we get bored, shall we? <laughs> anyway, oh, we yeah, next four or five minutes. So, next one. He dribbles a lot, and the opposition don't like it. You can see it all over their faces. <laughs> uh, Fergie. Ron Atkinson. Oh. Oh, my favourite thing about Ron Atkinson, did you ever watch that show where he was the um, troubleshooter manager? He yeah. went in a Peterborough. Oh, my God. Where, where, where the manager resigns at half time. <laughs> like, what the fuck's he doing? He lost his mind because Ron Atkinson had come in, the former like, Man United manager, <laughs> coming to help him. And he lost his shit and resigned at half time. <laughs> it's like, right, lads, I'm resigning. And he walked in. Everyone's just looking at him, going, what's the crack here? <laughs> This one is a cracker. <laughs> if you're ready for it, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't settle in Italy. It was like living in a foreign country. <laughs> no, it's Ian Rush. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Someone we've had already. This is a second from someone that we've had already. Um, we oh, don't want our players to be monks. We want them to be better football players because Monk doesn't play football at this level. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Bobby Robson? Robson, yeah. I want to. Oh, I can't. I can't do any more. Oh my <laughs> can't god! Can't do any more. No. Uh, have some water. Oh, oh, I can't. I can't take. I'm sweating, mate. I'm sweating. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Give us one more. All right, I'll, I'll try and more. find a good one. A good one, and while you're looking for a good one, I was just thinking of stuff where funniest things you've heard from managers. Is the the Graham Taylor documentary where we're playing against like ah oh, it looks a Norway or something, and like it cuts. It's like basically what Mike Bassett the film was based off. And it's England yeah. the football manager, and it's a clip, and it's him in the train in training, and he's going, "What we don't want is to be caught on quick fire on the break," and then it's a really fast edit, <laughs> and yeah. it just cuts the Norway <laughs> bursting through, and he goes, "Oh me, we are in trouble." <laughs> Oh, I've got some quick fire ones if you want them. Quick fire, quick go, fire ones. Go on then, give us them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've been consistent in patches this season. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the podcast. Who <laughs> <laughs> <I> said that? <laughs> Keo Walcott. 
<laughs> Go on, keep them coming. In the end, Riziki initially did well. <laughs> okay, that was Andy Townsend. And then <laughs> the thing about goal scorers is they score goals. <laughs> oh, God. Tony Cotty. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> and a with four one, minutes it? gone, it's already nil nil. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That was Ian Dark. I'm going. Oh, if anyone's watching this, like I'm absolutely like I'm. I, oh, I'm sweating. No, just say it's the heat. It must be the heat. It's just really hot in that room, isn't it? Um, mate. I'm gonna have to go. I can't deal with this anymore. <laughs> That's fair enough. That yeah. is uh, that is absolutely brilliant. I love uh, those. So, there's hundreds to be fair. Well, again, hundreds. let's start. Let's start that for another episode, mate. Because I, I'm, we could go I'm far too. Stim- <laughs> I'm far too stimulated. And and Elton John's on in Glastonbury. Uh, <laughs> shortly, so let's uh, again thank you everybody for listening, Matt. Good speaking with you. Indeed. And, uh, you, uh, yeah, please like, subscribe and share everybody. And uh, thank you for listening to, what is it called, Matt? It's the Football Bloody Hell podcast. Thanks, everyone. Take care, Matt. Bye, everyone. Take care. Bye.